Hey y'all, how y'all doing tonight? Uh, it is Christmas Eve 2021 and uh, I am so thankful uh, to be alive. I'm thankful that uh, my family has not had uh, any deaths this holiday season, thank the Lord. I'm just thankful this whole season. My daughter, uh, her birthday was just last week and honestly, this is just a season of overflow that's the best way to put it I mean I was calling it you know people would say like how was your daughter's birthday did she have a good birthday and the word that I kept using and the word that I kept finding myself uh using was overkill like she got so much stuff for her birthday uh this year I had to bag some of it up and said I'm taking it back some of this back to the store like you have so much already I don't even uh you can't even this is just Let's go take this back and turn it back into some money in the bank. You know what I mean? So uh, I am very thankful um, this year. Merry Christmas. It's Christmas Eve, but still Merry Christmas in advance. Uh, Jesus is the reason uh, for the season. So I'm very happy this year. Even uh, this Christmas, it's, it's, it's overflow, like uh, uh, abundance, overflow, overkill those are the words that i find myself using this holiday season so i'm very grateful uh it's been a few days almost well more than a few days it's been like over a week uh since i got up here and did a podcast episode with y'all i told y'all before about how once a month uh on my job i do this very long uh trip where what day where i go back and forth to Robeson County like several times in a day so I did that this week so this week has been very busy uh I'm sorry it's been you know it's been over a week I try to at least get in one episode every week uh every seven days so I apologize for the delay but here I am uh early Merry Christmas Merry Christmas to you all um let me get right on into this thing uh I'm gonna get on tomorrow before I get started I have a whole nother word uh to give y'all and I'm going to try my best to do that one tomorrow, make up for uh, my my lack of podcasting in the last, what, it's been about 10 days. So I got another one for you tomorrow, but <clears throat> y'all know uh, I'm out at my parents' house and I'm a car person, you know, so I like to, you know, my daughter's in there playing with my mom and my dad, but I'm a car person. I like to get out here and listen to music and chill, you know, that's what I do, so... I was reflecting on my day and as I reflect as I was reflecting on my day uh I said Lord I want to give him a word give me something to say and so he made me think about this pedicure that I had today so uh the title of this podcast episode is going to be short uh because I'm coming right back on tomorrow it might be tomorrow night but it will be tomorrow that's my goal uh, the, the title and the topic of tonight's uh, quick little podcast episode is Pedicure Lessons, right? Pedicure Lessons. Before I get started, I want to read to you from Matthew, the 7th chapter. You know I always got to give you a Bible verse, or try to. So Matthew, the 7th chapter, and I'm going to read the 7th uh, through the 11th verses. You know, I'm going on handwritten notes, and I don't even have my physical Bible. I'm actually reading the Bible on my phone. Uh, while I'm doing this and recording from my phone and I got handwritten notes so y'all just stick with me Um, I'm taking what I'm what I got using what I'm got using what I got to get the job done tonight so stick with me pedicure lessons Uh, Matthew 7 the seventh chapter and the seventh through the eleventh verses and I'm reading from the New Living Translation and it reads 
Keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, everyone who seeks finds, and to everyone who knocks the door will be opened. You parents, if your children ask for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? Or if they ask for a fish, do you give them a snake? Of course not. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give good gifts to those who ask him? I'm going to spin that back one more time. Excuse me for clearing my throat. I'm going to spin that back one more time. Matthew, the seventh chapter, the seventh through the eleventh verses. And again, I'm reading from the New Living Translation and it reads, keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives. Everyone who seeks finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. You parents, if your children ask for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? Or if they ask for a fish, do you give them a snake? Of course not. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give good gifts to those who ask him? Right? So... I told y'all this is the topic uh, tonight is pedicure lessons, right? So um, this has been a very chill, uh, laid back, I'm going to say it's stress free. The most stress is wrapping the gifts. And, and I'm not even complaining about that because I'm thankful to have the amount of gifts that we have wrapped. I'm thankful to be able to wrap that number of gifts this year. Uh, overflow. That's, that's the word for the season. Um, so, uh, I I was going through the list of things that I had to do today uh, before everything closed. You know, it's Christmas Eve and everything closes uh, early. So I wanted to go uh, go to the bakery and get a cake so we didn't have to cook cake this year or desserts. Uh, I wanted to go pick up some dinner while we were in town so we wouldn't have to cook tonight. And uh, I had to pick up, do some order pickups. Y'all know I talk about order pickups. So I had an order pickup to do from Target. And uh, my aunt want me to pick something up. So I was I was going through my day and then I said, you know what? I know I got limited time and, you know, I, I know I have these things that I have to do, but my feet are bad. I want to give myself a gift uh, this Christmas. This is going to be my Christmas gift. I know I've been needing a pedicure for like the last year. Uh, it's probably been at least about seven, eight months for real. Not because I, I, I couldn't afford to, thank God. Just because I didn't make time for that. I didn't make that a priority. But as a result of not making a pedicure and proper foot care a priority, by putting that on the back burner, it shows on my heels. So uh, I got big feet. Uh, My daddy, he like a size, God, 15, 16, triple, uh, triple plus one wide. My daddy has humongous feet. My mom is a little short petite lady, and she has little uh, small little small wide feet so I inherited uh the Simmons feet from my father and I have big feet for a woman um I I wear a size 11 and depending upon how the shoe is cut I might go if it's cut you know small I might go for like 11 and a half so I've got big feet but I'm a a tall uh, female nonetheless right and so when I was younger I always took pride in my feet always kept my toenails uh, painted so pretty I took pride in my feet and so I loved to keep my feet up right when I was younger that was very important to me uh, at that time you know when you ain't got bills and responsibilities and you know life is still kind of carefree for the most part Uh, you're you have a, a 
minimum responsibilities. So when you have minimum responsibilities, it's easy to prioritize self-care and things like pedicures and getting your nails done. So anyway, fast forward, here I am now. Uh, I'm 35 years old and my toes are still pretty, thank God. And I'm thankful that I have all of my toes, but I am not one, you know, I, I'm a, I, I mean, I'm gonna put it out there. I love to bathe. So I might take three baths in a day, but I'm not a lotion person, right? So my feet, I stay on my feet all the time. And to make a long story short, the back of my heels looked horrendous. Like, it probably looked like the back of my heels probably looked like, you ever seen them old men who don't go do nothing with their feet? They probably ain't cut their toenails and I don't know when. But when you look at them heels, them heels look like uh, Little Caesar's uh, pizza crust. You know what I'm talking about? Like, them heels look white, even with lotion. Yeah, that's how my heels were. Like, they were all chapped and snagging my socks and you know they just look horrible right so I said uh this year uh today this Christmas Eve I said I'm gonna treat myself that's what I'm gonna give myself I'm gonna treat myself to a pedicure so I I went to go get a pedicure today I found a place that was still open so I went to go get a pedicure today and the lady did a pretty good job uh you know nobody does things as good as what they used to do back in the day Back in the day, you used to get like, what, a $20, $25 pedicure. And particularly if you got one of them men, they're going to get them feet right, honey. I don't care how bad they are. By the time they get done scrubbing and massaging and, and uh, scraping and doing all that stuff, you're not going to leave out of there without your feet looking good. So things are not like they used to be. So anyway, I went to go get this pedicure. I got this lady and she did my feet. She did all right. You know, it's a modern day pedicure. It ain't like the old days, but it's modern day. And she did pretty good, right? Uh, my toes look really good. I always keep them up now. My toes look great. Uh, but when she dried my feet and she turned the water off and she had got done, uh, painting my toenails and told me to take my feet uh, and let my nails dry. Right. She walked off and said, I'll be back in 10 minutes to check on your feet. Make sure they dry. Okay. And I told her, yes, thank you so much. But then something said, feel your heels, right? Because this is what brought me. This is why I really wanted a pedicure because my heels were in such bad shape. So I feel my heels and they still feel like as soon as I put my socks back on, um, they're going to be snagging my socks, right? So I just paid. I went ahead and paid a lady and paid her for this pedicure and everything. But as I was sitting there letting my toenails dry, I was like, I am dissatisfied, right? Like she did my toes look good. Great. But I'm getting ready to leave out of here. I came here to fix this and I'm getting ready to leave out of here uh, in the same shape, essentially, as the way I came. Right. So this is what I had to do. So when the lady came back out, I called her over to me and I pointed to my heels. Right. We ain't talking about the top because the top looked great and toenails look perfect, flawless, great. But I'm talking about them heels. The whole reason why I came my heels still looked horrible. And so she came over and I said, hey, look at this. Can you do anything about this? That's really the reason why I came. My toes look great, but ain't there something you can do about my heels? You ain't There ain't nothing you can do about this, right? And so at first she was like, well, you know, your skin very dry, you know. And you, I, I was telling you to put Vaseline up there. And this is the reason why, because really we are not supposed, but you know, it's just the way that it is, just the shape of your feet, but you keep coming back. It will get better with time. So she did all that rambling, right? And then I came back and I asked her again. I said, you mean to tell me there's nothing you can do about this? If you want, I can scrub a little bit more for you, right? <laughs> so she goes from behind the cashier counter. 
And she pulls out some tool that I'm sure she they are not uh, supposed to use, right? The board probably tells them you are not supposed to use this on people's feet. But I told her what I wanted. She saw what I, what I was dissatisfied with, right? I raised the bar, right, and told her, you sure there ain't nothing that you can do to fix this? She goes behind the counter and pulls out this tool, and I see her come with a razor blade. I said, oh, snap. What is she getting ready to do to my feet? What have I asked her to do? She comes pulling out this tool that out of all my years of getting pedicures, I've never seen this tool before in my life, right? So she comes, she said, here, put your foot up. Let me raise it up some more. I said, I'll tip you for whatever. She said, no, 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 you don't have to tip me. It's okay. I know how you want it. So she takes this thing and she starts going up and down my foot, right? My heels. And suddenly I start seeing the dead skin falling off. That's how you know you don't had a good pedicure. That's how you know your pedicure is good because you see dead skin falling off, which is what a pedicure is supposed to do, right? Part of it. The big part of it, right? So anyway, bottom line is I told her I was dissatisfied. I asked her about it. I brought it to her attention, right? And as a result, Basically, she went and she got this tool that I'd never seen before. And by the time she was done in like three minutes, my feet were like a throwback pedicure. Like my heels look brand new. Uh, It was unbelievable, right? So tonight as I was sitting out in the car and I was pondering this thing, and I said, Lord, give me something to tell them tonight. It's been a few days. Uh, What can I tell them? And I pondered on this pedicure And I realized really what happened today when I went to get this pedicure, right? See, I thought that my heels could not be restored, right? I mean, as my toes were drying, I was Googling on my phone, like, is there such a thing as microdermabrasion for feet? This is, okay, if this is what a pedicure in a salon or the nail shop is going to do for me, surely I'm going to have to go get some expensive work done to snap my heels back, right? I thought that my heels could not be restored. I thought that they could not be snapped back. I thought for a second that I had to settle for a mediocre pedicure. I mean, I almost left. I paid her what she asked, but what I really came for, I almost left dissatisfied not receiving it, right? I almost accepted a mediocre pedicure. But because I did four things, that's the point of of, of this podcast episode. I want to go over these four things that I did to get what I came there for, to get what I really wanted, right? To, To treat myself to this Christmas gift of my feet being snapped back in a way that I could tolerate and live with. What did I do to get that from this trip to the nail salon to get this pedicure, right? These are the four things that I did. Here's the first thing. I asked, right? Because sometimes closed mouths don't get fed. Y'all heard that, right? That's the first thing I did. I asked, right? I asked for more from the lady who was doing my feet. The second thing I did, I did not settle, right? I could have just left and said, okay, but she told me I was finished. I guess this is all that I've paid for. I guess this is the best that she could do. But I did not settle, right? I didn't just get up and put my shoes on and leave dissatisfied, Okay, that's the second thing that I didn't do. First thing I asked. Second thing, I did not settle, right? Here's the third thing I did. I raised the bar. I showed her my areas of dissatisfaction. And by showing her the areas of deficit and areas that needed improvement, she raised the bar with me, right? I did four things. 
First thing, I asked. Second thing, I didn't settle. Third thing, I raised the bar. Fourth thing, I accepted nothing less than satisfaction, right? I did not leave dissatisfied. I came there for something and I did not leave until I got it and until I was satisfied. And not only until I got it, but until I got it to my satisfaction, right? Look at the four things I did. I asked. I didn't settle. I raised the bar and I accepted nothing less than satisfaction, right? And because I did those four things, I got my heels snapped back, right? I received what I asked for. I kept on seeking and I found that this lady could really do better than what she originally did, right? I did not just knock when I came in and entered the nail salon. I knocked again before I got up out of that chair. And lo and behold, the lady opened a brand new door for me. She pulled out a tool that I ain't never seen before in my life, right? See, I followed biblical principles, right? And I got what I wanted. I did what God told me to do and he delivered. I'm going to go back real quick and read this Bible verse again uh, one more time. So you can see what I did today, right? And what this Bible script, what this scripture said, right? I'm going to go back and spin it back one more time. Matthew 7, verses 7 through 11. Keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you for everyone who asks receives everyone who seeks finds and to everyone who knocks the door will be opened. You parents, if your children ask for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? Or if they ask for a fish, do you give them a snake? Of course not. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give good gifts to those who ask him? Right. That's what I did today. And because I applied that scripture, right, biblical application in everyday life, because I did what that scripture told me to do, I got what I wanted. Right. And so for you, God said, when you set your eyes on him, right, when you keep knocking, the door will be open. When you set your eyes on him, when you keep seeking him, you will find, right? Tis the season to start practicing what the Bible says. That is how you operate in the kingdom to get the manifestations of the kingdom. If you want to get kingdom manifestations down here while you're on earth, you have to do what the Bible tells you to do. Right. So I just came on real quick to tell y'all uh, the lessons that I got um, from my pedicure uh, today and how I was able to get something that for a moment I thought was out of my reach and nearly impossible. How I was able to get something that I was even contemplating that might would cost me thousands of dollars to get my heels snapped back. Right. How I was able to get that for what I paid for a basic pedicure just because I applied biblical principles. So I encourage you, I'm coming on tonight to encourage you to tell you that tis the season for you to start applying biblical principles in your life so that you can start seeing biblical manifestations in your life, right? I love y'all. It's Christmas Eve. I hope everybody is happy. I hope that everybody is healthy. I hope that you have joy in your heart uh, tonight. Jesus is the reason for the season. So yeah, we get caught up in gifts. And yeah, I'm talking about how thankful I am for the overflow and the overkill and just, just the uh, uh, unbelievable abundance this year that God and favor that God has shown on me and my uh, family this year. But Jesus is really the reason for the season. And so we are supposed to be celebrating his birthday, right? Right.
And so we're supposed to be remembering him and how he was born and the life that he lived. Just celebrate not just his birthday, but this is a day set aside to celebrate him. And so I hope that everybody has the joy and the peace that comes along with him because he is the Prince of Peace. Right. So uh, Merry Christmas in advance. I love y'all. I'm coming back on tomorrow. It's been a little while, but I'm making up for it tonight and tomorrow. I love you. Sleep well tonight. I hope everybody wakes up uh, in the morning with the desires of your heart. And even if you wake up in the morning and you don't have everything under your tree that you would have liked this year, be thankful for what you do have. It's only for a season. Uh, That was a message that I wanted to do um, this holiday season, but I didn't get around to it. So, uh, since it came up, let me go ahead and throw that in there too. Uh, you know, I talked about last year and about how last year around the holiday season, it was not like this for me. Uh, I was broke. Um, I barely had gifts under the Christmas tree. Uh, two of my main shops, I got shut down on the marketplace that I was on like three days, uh, before Christmas due to shipping issues with the United States. Hey y'all, I'm so sorry. Uh, I was sitting out here in the car and I was just talking and one of my friends from down the road just walked up behind my car while I was recording and I screamed like a little girl. So I had to chop that part out, but I got a word for y'all that I was getting ready to give you. So I had to come back on and get right back where I left off, right? So excuse me, excuse this message for being choppy, but let me get back with the word that I was getting ready to tell you. Uh, basically what I was trying to say, uh, before he scared me to death, almost, uh, I was trying to say about the season and I was talking about tis the season and I was talking about how last year at this time, Christmas was not this way, uh, for me and my daughter, as I've talked about quite a bit. Um, and so I was talking about how hopefully when you wake up in the morning, tomorrow's going to be Christmas. Hopefully you wake up and you have the desires of your heart. And even if you don't have everything up under that tree that you want, look at what you do have. And this is just for a season. So my whole point of talking about what last season was like for me and my daughter, one of the reasons why I talk about that so much is because I want to tell people who are still in the struggle and people who, you know, you might not be quite where you want to be or you're not where you want to be and where you can live comfortably might as well say in the struggle for those of you that are still in the struggle it's only for a season like I think that's in Ecclesiastes where it's talking about uh, a time for this a time for that a time for this you know it's talking about like basically there are seasons like if you're struggling right now it's just for this season it's just for now the time for that is right now right but next year this time right (laughs) The seasons are going to change, right? So just because it's like that this year and you don't have everything that you want, there's a time for everything. So if this is your struggle season, if this is your down season, or this is not your most ideal holiday season, it's only for a season. Next year, this time, you don't know what God may have for you. You don't know what it's going to be like next year, but one thing is for sure, it won't be like this. It's only for a season. Everything is seasonal. So tis the season, y'all. I love y'all. I wanted to come back home. And to finish telling y'all that part, uh, that was the part that I wanted to get to uh, tonight. That was that last part. I love y'all. Uh, I'm going to be right back on with y'all tomorrow. I'm sorry for the choppy messages, but I had a word to get out. So guess what? I'm going to get it out even at uh, 1030 on uh, Friday night. We're going to do that, right? I love y'all. I'll talk to y'all tomorrow. Merry Christmas. Be merry. Be bright. Be happy. Be thankful. Be grateful for what you have. 
Be grateful for what you have. If you have your loved ones that are close to you tonight, right, and y'all don't get along, love them and hug them anyway. Be grateful that they're even alive. You don't know what it would feel like if they're not there. So whoever you do have, you might not have what you want or who you want this year, but whoever you do have, before you go to bed tonight, be grateful for whoever you do have left because there's so many people who don't have that. I love y'all. Be grateful. Be thankful. Merry Christmas. I'll be right back with y'all tomorrow. I am Grace Amber.